Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So season one was meeting ourselves, looking at yeah. all the ways in which our stories were trying to show us our karmic issue, right? Let's look at all the ways in which you have been hiding from your fears by using other things. We were asking people to put up a mirror against their lives and just be yeah. like, is this me? And having to look at all the ways in which their karmic themes were playing out. You know, what are your relationships telling you about yourself? Season two was now you understand a little bit more about who you are. Can you own it? Can you own it? Can you come into a level of spiritual maturity where you can begin to take responsibility for your life? Instead of looking for things outside of you to tell you that you're good enough, mm -hmm. can you find that love from within? Yeah. And which is what brought us to Love in Action season three. Exactly. So, which was now you found the love within. How does it work outside of you with someone else? What does love in action actually look like? Yes. Exactly. So what is our internal space, right? Our internal life, how is that reflected in our external? And so now we're looking at our external world. Let's look at what is beyond love. Because while we talk about how love is the highest vibration and how essential love is, and that's why we had a whole season around redefining love and understanding love, what is beyond love now? Because there is something beyond love. And I was always curious to know what it was, but I couldn't really see it until we actually got to the root of love first, right? Mm. What I found really interesting about season three is that at first we were deconstructing all the relationship paradigms and relationship situations that were keeping us trapped in an I am not good enough space. Completely. Whether it was money, sex, situationships, views on marriage, breakups, divorce, all of that. Yeah. And then actually near, near the end of the season, I think we started to redefine partnership in a different way based on this kind of concept of consciousness, mm -hmm. uh, 5D oneness, purpose. Um, purpose, being in the now rather than looking to the future or the past. Mm -hmm. But you're right. What else is there apart from, because obviously relationships are only a, a small portion of our lives yeah. as well. So whilst love is so important and self-love is so important and love in action is very important, you know, having that I-thou mutual respect is really important, mm -hmm. but there could be more than that. We could, we could have more than that. Yeah. I and mean, so I guess that's yeah. what this is. Yeah. It's our nature to always know and to want to know and ask the question, what's next? And towards the end of season three, we talked about how... And I don't remember what episode. It might have been episode 17 or something where we were talking about indigos and the age of Aquarius and how there's all this stuff around what, you know, what this kind of new world is supposed to be looking like, this near future that we're facing and how difficult it can be to, to define it because it is so uncertain and we don't know what it looks like completely. We might have some kind of meta idea, but we don't really know what is going to be required of us or of ourselves or anyone else in order to create it. And we talked about how it's really meant to be an age of harmony. And we can only come into that sort of elevated understanding of harmony once we can come into that elevated understanding of love. So early 2020 was really about, <laughs> and this is how many people learn, sometimes you know what something is by experiencing its opposite. Some of our polarities, like, okay, so do we want to redefine or do we want yeah, to explain yeah, yeah, yeah. for our audience once again what third dimensional yeah, yeah. 
reality yeah, yeah. was. We've got third dimensional consciousness mm-hmm. where there are rules, where we are told what you can and cannot do in order to survive, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted. We do not define if we are good enough. We use external rules and other people's opinions and judgments to define whether or not we are good enough. Right. And what underpins third dimensional consciousness is separation. Exactly. So the separation between right and wrong, black and white, good and evil. Somebody always falls on some spectrum somewhere and it's somehow for the greater good. And what keeps us in that separation, what keeps us in that 3D world, if you will, is Mm -hmm. fear. Yes. That is how we're controlled. We fear and that creates judgment, that creates shame, that creates a separation within who we want to be, who we believe we are and who we think we need to be as well. Right, which in the spiritual context would be our divinity. So the crux of that separation is we've separated from ourselves, and that self is our divine self. So we don't see that we are powerful in ourselves to create the world we want to create. We don't see that each one of us is perfect as we are, wherever we are, however we are, because that is where we are in our evolution, where we are in our growth, and we are only doing the best we can, and that is okay. Yeah, because we lack the trust, faith, knowing that we are whole beings. To see that we are all these things that we just described, we have to walk through our fear, Mm -hmm. and we have to release it. So early this year, it was really about confronting our fears on a large global scale, yeah? Mm. So we could confront our collective fear as well as our individual ones as well. But yeah, we saw all the polarities of our world. We saw every single way where there is that kind of black-white dynamic. So poverty and wealth, yes. um, physical health That's and illness, head. people having power over us, yes. you know, no hope, all of that. It was, it was very much our seeing how broken our world is because without knowing how broken our world is, maybe many of us wouldn't see a need to fix it. Oh, or even address the the root causes, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it was very uncertain. And I think that was the whole thing that people really struggled with. We don't know what the new world looks like because we've never lived in a world like that where we are not scared or where we are right. not as scared, to be mm-hmm. more accurate. So it means that uncertainty was what defined this new space before we could kind of get used to this idea that we are all... And that's what we kind of term 5D oneness consciousness, will you call it that, is that we are all good enough to be who we are. We are good enough to allow others to be who they are. And we can live in the space where everyone is empowered to follow what brings them joy, to follow, to create love, to shine love, and to create the life that they've always desired. So this it sounds beautiful, but to get there from the place of, you know, where we are totally controlled by our fear and rules and shoulds and can'ts, mm-hmm. there's a period of uncertainty because we're going from what we know to something that almost feels utopic in many ways. Oh, very much. And there's a shit ton of work that has to be done to divest ourselves of our fear. Yeah, it's Isn't worth there? it in many ways in every way. Um, It is definitely worth it because regardless of, you know, and this is the thing that we say at the beginning of the podcast, a change in perspective can change everything because in many ways doing this process doesn't mean your life significantly changes in every way. In fact, as you say many times, it is our physical reality that is often the last one to change after our internal one does. But as your internal reality does shift, 
your life does shift and gets closer to what you desire, whether or not you believe in a cosmic force or otherwise. Oh, it doesn't really matter. No, it does not. 3D convinced us that we could hold on to certainty, right? If I do X, then that will result in Y. And then I know I will be okay. And we were conditioned to believe that that result would make us happy. What you're also doing is you're constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop at the same time. You're expecting that something will go wrong and you have to be ready for it. Like 3D was a real just-in-case world, whereas 5D, the best way to describe it, whereas where 3D was just-in-case, yeah. 5D is whatever happens will be okay. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. <laughs> As we were just talking about before we started recording, so that probably would have been a nice thing to have recorded, yeah. which is uncertainty has been sort of underpinning some of our experience this year and will continue to do so. But there are so many things we can feel certain of when we have dealt with our fears. Which are? Ourselves. Our personal strength, right? That it doesn't matter what's to come. I know I'm going to be okay. And that's a fundamental truth that a lot of people are, have still yet to grasp. Well, more than I know I'm going to be okay, I know I'm going to be better than okay. Mm. I think that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I would say it. I think some people just really want to feel okay. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, yes, that, like that's where you go, right? Yeah. At first, it's like, okay, I can manage this, I can deal with this, mm -hmm. I'm kind of in it. And then at one moment, you almost blink, and then you look around, you're like, wait a second, this is better than anything I could have ever imagined. And I'm in it, and it feels normal to me that I'm in this. But if you told me a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, that this would be my life, I would have asked you which fantasy you were living in. Yeah. Well, we I, talked about that in Hand in My Pocket episode, right? Sometimes all you can hope for when things are in a complete state of uncertainty is to be fine. And that's yeah. enough, right? That yeah. neutral space of fine is is not a bad goal to have. But fine does definitely move into, oh my God, wow. But that uncertainty has underpinned our existence for a while now. Yes, and it will continue to do so over the next couple of years. That for everything that you think you know, you're going to realize you don't know. And this is why we emphasized, and this is why all the seasons have been in a very specific, deliberate order, because season two was all about personal power, because we needed to find a way. We needed to develop the stamina and the endurance to withstand what uncertainty does to our very human nature, which can throw us into a state of chaos. Because as we've said in previous episodes, this period of 2020 to 2024, we're going from healing all of the echoes of third dimensional consciousness of separation and polarity. So we're going to be stretched more and more between those polarities as 3D crumples. And at the same time, we're going to be allowing, not necessarily ushering in, but we're going to be allowing the space to be created for the foundations of fifth dimensional oneness consciousness. Now, it sounds very wordy and it sounds like a lot, but there isn't really a lot to do in order to establish a foundation, except just to create the blank slate necessary. To do all of this, to, to get that blank slate, mm -hmm. you know, to move from this kind of inequality to equality, does mean reshuffling our concepts of power. It really does, doesn't because it? Because power, as we've discussed in a lot in season two, I know, you know, was all about someone else saving me, someone else telling me what to do, someone else telling me I'm good enough on a personal level to someone else creating the rules on a government level. That's not empowerment at all. 
That's sacrificing one's autonomy and personal power for a collective safety, right? Exactly. Collective safety net, if you will. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I guess a big part of watching 3D crumble has been also watching our concepts of power crumble too, whether it's religion, money, or institutions. Yes, very much. So it's not going to be quite a domino effect. It's going to be more as as people really do come into their personal power. Because mm. when you do that, right, you become less tolerant of bullshit. You develop a level of trust in yourself and discernment where then you can start to see what has eroded my power. What have I been trading? Like what of myself have I been sacrificing and giving up in order for X to help me, save me, provide for me? And more than that, what lies have I allowed myself to believe that have made me complacent just so I feel like I can have a place to live, maybe some food, some very basic necessities that I was told that was all I could ever wish for or have in this lifetime, right? So it's not even that we were expected to compromise Mm. something in order to make our lives somehow survivable or manageable in 3D. It really comes down to the fact that we gave over who we really were for the mere scraps that we were told that we deserved and truly believed that's all there was. And fear kept us in line to do so. Completely. That belief that it was survival of the fittest. But kind of changing that empowerment, I think what I heard initially, what I took to it, because obviously I came from it from quite like that 3D perspective, was it means that (laughs) to have that power structure crumble means people will fall so people can rise. But if you look at it from kind of like that 5D perspective of everyone's empowered, it means what it is, is that it's lifting everyone up to a place when they're in their own power, not bringing someone up. So it's not bringing someone down so we're all equal. It's bringing everyone up so we're all equal. Completely. And the 3D notion of power change, power shift, or people in power has always been that concept of I'll knock you down so I can bring myself up. And if we are all one, we do not get to assume or think that we can choose who gets to be in what position. We don't get to label or mark some person as not worthy or not deserving because of their belief system or even their behavior, because we are at the very core the same. If we were them, who's to say we wouldn't have done the same? We don't know. You never know. And at the end of the day, what bridges all of those differences, which are really just surface differences, is compassion. Yeah. And so when we're saying that people aren't deserving or they're not worthy or that they're assholes and they're dicks and they should be burned at the stake, this should happen and this should happen, then we're failing in our own efforts to do what we're really here to do, which is to live in compassion. They are allowed to choose just as much as you are. And whether that choice works or doesn't work for you, it's kind of, I mean, it's not up to you. (laughs) You don't get to dictate the rules. Exactly. No, none of us do. And eventually we will find some level of accordance with others, but we need to give room for all the potential that will show itself to be. People only hold influence when we've given something to them to be influential about. Mm. And that's why we constantly, you know, we are really beating this horse about personal power, personal power, personal power, truth, trust, and discernment. Because the more you develop that in yourself, Mm. the less influence anyone else can have over you. Mm. What enables us to be powerful individuals, right, is really when we connect to our divine selves. 
When we are really within our divine self is when not only are we in our power, we are living our purpose. What is enabled as we are living our purpose is love. Because as we said before, you know, love is a verb. The act of shining our light for the world to see. Now, in order to come into this age of harmony, in order to experience one world, as in we're all in this together, it's going to require a shit ton of patience and kindness and sincerity and tolerance, which we can wrap up into one word, which is compassion, where we are in step with wherever everyone is at that very given moment. And the result of that love is peace. So what underpins our age of harmony will be peace. Every season of our podcast has been to explain and describe every step that we have to take in order to come into oneness. That kind of just blows my mind right now. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? Oh, okay. That's interesting. So what's step one then? Step one was meeting ourselves. What was step two? Step two was growing up. Step three was learning how to love. And step four? Step four is finding peace. <laughs> so that peace is kind of peace in myself, peace in my relationships, peace in my being, and peace in my work. I'm just going to define it. Okay. <laughs> I'll explain. <laughs> to have peace in yourself means that everything I do comes from a place of love, self-love. Because really, when you are there, mm. when you are in a place of self-love, peace in yourself is a given. Mm. The peace and relationships piece will probably be a bigger one because we will have about a decade to play through it. So on the micro level, like on a personal level, as we really are coming into healing our pain, our trauma, our karmic themes, as we are coming into our power and getting to know ourselves and growing up, as we are learning what love is, we're going to be going, we're going to be cycling through some shit, right? So no, we, we're not necessarily going to be at complete peace all the time in our relationship. Because they're mirroring to us our shit. It has to do with the fact that people haven't had to confront it. Okay. It could just be geographical boundaries. I don't have to deal with this because they are eight time zones away. Mm. It's okay. A lot of people really will not yeah. be at complete 100% yeah. peace in relationship for a and while. And then peace in my being. Do I have peace? In, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what does it mean to have peace in yourself and peace in your being? Yeah, is that different? Yes, very much. Peace in your being is peace in your spiritual body. How connected am I to all of my other bodies, to the divine? Where am I at in that on that scale, oh. if you will? You can still doubt the existence of God, a God, of anything, right? You could just be like, I'm born, I die, I live in between those periods, and that is enough. That's okay, too. One could say that even just acknowledging that is still peace in your being. The important component to understand when it comes to having peace in our being is the complete knowing that we are whole and perfect as we are. And peace in my work. Am I living my purpose? Whatever it is, however I'm choosing to live my life, am I somehow in line with my purpose? Maybe by the end of the season, I'll be so peaceful, like, be so chilled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you could still be at peace and still get angry. <laughs> yeah. You could still be at peace and still have thoughts and opinions or belief system. You could still be at peace and take down and still wonder what the 
fuck is going on with the world. As long as you give yourself the space to have all those things and know that it's okay and it's absolutely fine and you are still whole and perfect and you give yourself the space to be able to have those reactions, then you're still at peace. The point is, is that you're in such a state of peace that nothing can shift you out of it. (laughs) And that makes sense, actually, why in the last episode or two of season three, we talked about detachment. Mm. Because another word for peace is detachment. It really does come from that space of love. Mm. So I guess if love is kind of the act of shining our light for the world to see, peace is the result of that light. Anything we do, anything we engage in, whether it be just with ourselves or others, is coming from such a space of love that is enabled by compassion that the only possible result is peace. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.